Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to All Other Business. Today we're going to talk about bosses. Everybody has a boss, and some people are bosses, and uh, I'm both. I, I have a boss, and I am a boss. But today let's talk about what it's like to have a boss. The key to this, I think, is uh, you have to learn how to manage your boss. Yes, it's, uh, it's all part of um, dealing with personalities and trying to appease your boss to make them happy because, I mean, they're the ones that are giving you your pay, your raises, and things like that. I hope my, my philosophy was always whatever the boss asked you to do, you do that first. I've had many, many bosses in my day. Uh, one of my first bosses actually looked like a gorilla. <laughs> he used to walk sl slouched over, and he was a hairy guy, and he never talked. He just grunted. And one day that I finally I got a new job, when he came over to me, he started kicking my desk and called me a traitor. I said, this is the most you've talked to me in the two years that I've been here. You're like, I'm leaving the zoo, gorilla. I want to yeah. work with humans. Hairy boy. Go have another banana. We have a, we have, we're, today we might have a few guests join us. I think we have somebody online with us now. Uh, we can't use your real name, obviously. We've got to come up with a name for you. We'll, we'll go with Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snicket. I like it. You've been employed for, for several years now, right? How do you yeah. get along with your bosses? I have had, I think I probably have a very rare relationship with all of my bosses. Uh, I don't think I've ever taken them seriously. And it's been a lot of goofing around with my bosses, telling them my honest opinion and, and hearing their honest opinion back. So I don't think I've ever had a boss that I've been scared of. So I'm, I'm actually really lucky in that sense. I probably should have gotten fired for most of the things I've said to my bosses. Can you think of an example of something that you, was, that you said that was maybe inappropriate? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, a, you're a bad boss. I had... And you're ugly, too. Uh, I had one boss that when I worked for a college theater and he was a lot of fun and we became friends his last name was a Spanish last name so anytime he would walk into the room I would pretend like I smell something and then I would insert a type of Mexican food ingredient and then when he would walk away I'd say oh I didn't even see you there <laughs> smells like cilantro here exactly <laughs> I would continue to do that and he liked it but Probably most bosses wouldn't like it, but he was a rare specimen. So he walked in and said, oh, I didn't know I, there was salsa in here. Oh, I didn't even see you there. And then he'd walk out. Oh, my goodness. That's that's not only disrespectful. There's a, there's a hint of racism in there. A hint. <laughs> Just a hint. A soup son. I don't think it's racist if he's in on it, though. At least that was how I justified it. Well, you know what, though? I mean, I bet you it really just it does depend on the individual. Some guys are, and some women are really cool, and some guys, they won't accept any, any crap at all. We have another guest today, Lemony Snicky, whatever his name was. Uh, he has left the seat, but we now have a female perspective here. Wait a minute. Lemony Snicket's gone after one story? Yeah. Where'd you go, Lemony? But we, we now have – oh, this is, this is exciting. We, we, this is um, our first – female guest, and we definitely, we sorely need the feminine perspective on this show, that's for sure. So, welcome. Maybe after this, you will not want the female perspective. Well, <laughs> that's... Always breaking barriers, always breaking barriers. We, we, that's, that's, that we're pushing forward, you know, and uh, it, it is 2000, and, what year is it? 
but anyway, we can't use your we, we can't use your real name. We have to come up with a an alias for you as well. So what would you like to be called? I thought you had an alias for me already. <laughs> I think it's woman or girl. <laughs> So, so, the woman. Why don't we just call it the woman perspective? TWP. Well, I, I didn't hear what the other guest had to say, but I have to say I am truly honored to be on this podcast. I'm an avid listener. I have not missed one of your episodes. And also, you have a phenomenal chemistry between the two of you. And I think the editing is magnificent. Well, thanks. Uh, it's all about the editing, because if you were to actually hear us live talk for That's 45 right. minutes, you would never listen again. <laughs> but thank you for the thank you for those kind words, and we're really thrilled to have you today. And what we really what we want to talk about are bosses. That's our topic. So now this is a sensitive question, but this is why we have to have you on. Is did, did you ever feel like a male boss behaved inappropriately towards you? I had a um, boss that was maybe late 40s, early 50s, so attractive 20-year-old coming out of college. Basically, you know, you could do no wrong, so whatever you wanted to do, you did. Didn't take advantage of that because you're trying to establish, establish yourself as a professional, so you work hard. I think one of our 21st century famous philosophers, Sweet Brown, would say, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so that's basically, you know, you can't fall into that because people really watch what the boss does and it's very subtle and I was on a business trip once with a boss who was very professional in the office and out of the blue when we were having dinner just said you know when you're on a trip like this not that I would ever do it but it's a great place to uh, cheat on your spouse because they'd never know so now I'm staring at him my eyes must have said what the hell are you talking about we went back to the hotel and made sure put all the bolts on put the chair against the door and just, you know, practice my karate moves. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. So, you know, things like that. And But more, I would say, was more the um, salespeople and the clients that you'd have a problem with that were um, unethical at times and would try, you know, to take advantage of females. But I bet you that it was his way of kind of, you know, putting the feelers out to like, see what do you, you think? Would buy. Good possibilities? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's I'm a, I am safe to say, of all the years that I've worked, no one, none of one of my bosses has ever hit on me. Well, I, were they all male? I've had a couple of lesbians too, but I was safe there. But what, what about the boss that was like totally crazy? So if you had the genetic pool of maybe Osama bin Laden, Hitler, Mussolini, this would be the child they would produce. This man was absolutely crazy. He was demeaning. Men that had, they were the breadwinners that had children and, you know, a home. They would just up and quit. That's how abusive this man was. Wow. So I was um, the only female AVP at the time. He was on the same floor. Well, he was told in no uncertain circumstances he was not allowed to talk to me, breathe the air I was breathing, go near me. So one day he came into the office, my office, and he just needed a file. I had three bosses come flying in because they wanted to know what he was doing because he wasn't allowed to speak to me because I basically told my boss if he was abusive I would just walk out and I wouldn't stay. How would he show how would he show his craziness? What what did you witness? He would scream, he would take people their personal items on their desks, slam them to the floor, files and just throw them. Oh, come on. No, I'm I'm serious, and I just looked at my boss when we moved upstairs, and we were on one floor. I said, if he ever comes near me, I walk out. Yeah, I had a boss like that too. He was very he took, used to take fits. 
and, and wipe out. It's already on a, from his desk on the floor. Yeah, and you're dealing with high-powered clients and customers and salespeople, so you have all this stress to begin with. You don't need a crazy boss like this. But the good thing is you learn when you become a boss. When I became a boss, you just realize this is what I don't want to do, and this is what I do want to do. You These are kind of depressing stories. <laughs> you know, there goes I, your audience base. We, we should do – that's a whole – Oh, very good, very good. I like that. <laughs> I think you guys, um, you you have had worse experience than I've had. I've had a several different personality types, but not never anybody who was really abusive. Um, most recently, in most recent memory, I had someone who just couldn't remember anything. That in itself was a challenge. I could speak like your to. Name? Actually, she got me. Conf uh, this is funny. She got me confused with another guy who reported to her, who was Chinese. <laughs> so, <laughs> was, so was there a, any resemblance? There was really no resemblance. The other thing is that this particular person didn't really have any expertise in the field. They were managers, but they didn't have any subject matter expertise, so they didn't really know what, what it is that we were doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And yeah. I had to bring her up to speed on a lot of stuff. Did you ever yeah, have I had a that? boss like that, too. He, he didn't know anything we did. And uh, and this is the type that was the, he was the guy that would talk about everything but your job because he knew nothing about your job. I've learned everything about his family, his kids, his wife, and so forth. But he couldn't tell you what I did, and and personally, I really didn't care what he did. But uh, a nice guy, but just a no no use as a boss. I'm one of those guys too. He came, he would come, he would walk from station to station to station, and he would waste everybody's time, and he would just talk. He would just shoot the breeze. He would sit down and he would read your newspaper, right? So you're sitting there trying to work, and he's sitting next to you, and he's flipping the pages of the Daily News. I think I can beat that story. We, one of the bosses hired a supervisor that I was training. So not only I was training him, he was making more money than I was making, but he used to disappear for hours at a time. We didn't know where he went. So one of the custodial workers said, do you want to know where so-and-so is? I said, I'd love to because he's gone from like 10 until 12 every day. Well, first he's in the bathroom reading the penthouse magazine. Then he goes downstairs to the bar as soon as it opens. I feel but, sorry for the next guy that came into the bathroom. But, <laughs> but what goes around comes around. When he, he came to one of the jobs I was at at another company, I would have been his superior and he was being interviewed. Now, what would you do? A-hole or A-game? She's a listener. Come on, where's that sound effects? <laughs> now, I'll ask you two. Would you hire him and make his life a living hell, or would you not hire him and he's out a job? What would you do? So the first thing I would ask him is, who's the centerfold in the most recent episode of Playboy? <laughs> but he read Penthouse. So then we wouldn't hire him. He read the wrong magazine. He missed the criteria. We, we do have standards, you know. This is not. We're not smutty. We're classy. Okay. That's right. We have class. So what would you do? Uh, I don't so know. Hire him and torture him. No. Okay. No. If he walked in, you'd have to give him like a a formal interview because he walked in, but you would know. No, I actually didn't interview him. My boss was interviewing him to work oh. for me, and I didn't say anything derogatory. I was professional. I just said, ask him what company he worked at from such and such a time. And he didn't have it on his resume. That, that that was very good. That was very good. You caught him. But when when what she didn't tell you is when her boss was interviewing him, she was standing in the doorway with a copy of 
penthouse and with DNA samples on the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> we won't wow. go there. Where's the boom boom boom? You know, you know, you're a good editor, but you're terrible on those sound effects. We might have to add another person to do just the sound effects. It's getting very complicated now. And of course, you know, our listener base is expanding to the tens of people. So yeah. I haven't hit double figures yet. <laughs> so we definitely have to bump up the professionalism a little bit. But back yeah, to the yeah. topic, please. Um, you know, I, I had another, a couple other guys. There was one guy who never listened. He was always on his BlackBerry, and I can tell. Like we went to have this this status meeting, he would call me, and I'd be talking, 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 and I knew. He wasn't listening because he was he's one of those crackberry addicts. He was always on the Blackberry. So I could have been telling him, you know, anything. And he would have just kept saying, Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know. Uh oh, and by the way, I just planted a bomb in the boiler room. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> and uh I ha I, I have one guy that I would literally sit maybe twenty feet from him. He never come and talk to you. It was all emails. I thought I was working for a guy with broken legs or something. <laughs> what is the problem with this guy? He can't get out of his chair and say something to you? It was all even. And then when you and every time he did call you or he would call you, all you heard was the clicking of his computer as he was typing. Like, you're not listening at all. What's 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 with this guy? So that's one of the key things. There's on the spectrum, you have the micromanager, which I had one of those and I didn't like. And then you have the guy who's completely absent. You don't really know what you're yeah. supposed to be doing. You never get any feedback or anything, and I've had that too. Like you were saying earlier, uh, Wonder Woman. How about that, Wonder Woman? I like that. Like you were saying earlier, you got to learn from the mistakes of your bosses. I always tried to be somewhere in the middle of that. Now, the people who report to me might have a different opinion, but I was always striving to be not the micromanager, but also, you know, pay attention to what was going on and give some guidance. Right. And some guys, they didn't. They wouldn't delegate anything. They would do everything. And then I had another guy who was, you literally stand over your shoulder and, uh, you know, micromanage. By the way, that guy, the micromanager, called me a prima donna once. <laughs> was that because of the way you looked or the way you acted? I'm going with acted. But I think of all the podcasts that we've done up to date, most of our listeners would agree that you have none of this ambition, and how would you ever be a prima donna? Well, I think what he detected was that I, you know, I had a really bad attitude. So he was right. I mean, I was new to the organization. I was still pretty young, you know, and he picked up on it and he let me have it. I, I, it stung a little bit, but that was one of the good experiences because he laid it on the line and I was more aware of that behavior. That's another thing a boss has to do is to, you know, to teach you how to behave in the office setting if you don't know. Yes. I fell at that miserably. <laughs> if my bosses ever found out half the stuff I did, I wouldn't be working. The other thing that you got to really depend on is that you you need to be able to trust your boss and he's not going to he's not going to sell you short. He's going to give you what you deserve in terms of compensation and performance reviews. Did you ever have any experience where you weren't getting those things? You ever had anybody like throw you under the bus or take? How about this? Take credit for something you did? Um, one company, yes. It was another, another female, and down the road, um, when she couldn't implement what she said she was going to do, 
they were sort of looking at her, and then she was coming over to me for information, and I just shrugged my shoulders like, I really don't know what you're talking about. And then when they needed it implemented, then I made my suggestion, and that was the original one that she tried to steal but couldn't do anything with it. I have to say, uh, we can learn a lot from this one. She seems to have better solutions than we have, that's for sure. Well, yeah, because we never did anything that anyone would want to take credit for. <laughs> <laughs> Most people won't take credit for anything I've done. Good job. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> well, what happens when the boss becomes so friendly, like they want you to be a spy or something like that, and they become extremely friendly to the point that it's like uncomfortable because even though you work with these people and you see them more than you see your family at times, they still are your co-workers and you really do have to be careful because exactly what you're saying, you can be stabbed in the back, you can be thrown under the bus and it's all because they try to have this front that, oh yeah, I'm your friend and they try to become very close to you and you always have to have that amount of professionalism no matter how close you are to people, they're still your co-workers, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Now, but did you, you mention this? Did, did you ever have a boss who was trying to use you to get information or, like you said, spy on other people? No, but I've did seen it done because I, you know, I, I think they, um, they you more or less portray a certain personality and they can see who they can tap into with that and, and others that won't have anything to do with that. So. Yeah, well, I think we pretty well established that nobody's going to mess with you. I mean, based on the stories that you just told us. That's my philosophy. Ain't nobody got time for that. And, and quite frankly, I'm a little nervous now because I'm afraid that if I edit some of your comments out, I'm going to get a knock on the door. You know, the next... I will hunt you down and find you. <laughs> this, was, this was your idea. <laughs> I told you this was going wrong from the very beginning, but you did not want to listen. You Don't were, be intimidated by a strong female. You have, re, you have, you have ruined this chemistry now. It's, be, it's now become physics. Physics? Physics? It's become a very uh, complicated formula. It's very algebraic. I understand. Well, I think it's, it's, I think it's been good. I think Lemon Skinnezy should be coming back and making a... <laughs> <laughs> a formal appearance? Yeah. Lemony Snicket. Is that what it was? Yeah. Earlier, How did you remember that? Because it's a character in a movie. Oh, what movie? Lemony Snicket. Is that the name of the movie? <laughs> yes. Is it also a book? <laughs> I think I think Jim Carrey was in it. Oh. Now, did you ever have a boss who you didn't you just didn't respect at all and you know, like you had to do what he or she was asking you, but you knew it was the wrong thing, you didn't think that they knew what they were doing? Yeah, especially when the boss didn't know anything that he was doing, so I would never listen to anything he said. Yes, I've had bosses like that. I had one guy that was uh, European, and he had a you know big accent, a very heavy accent, and knew nothing. And he would come over to you and talk to you in the morning and tell you to do this and do that, and I couldn't even understand what he was saying, so I just totally ignored him. So yes, I've been in that situation. The other person I was talking about before, who always emailed me, never, he was so clueless that. He got me so mad once I had to go to his boss and say, this idiot is asking me to do this when I have 50 other things that need to be done right now. What is wrong with this guy? So the big boss said, why are you listening to him for? I said, because he's my boss. He said, don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to me. I said, all right. I'm not going to listen to him. Oh, boy. I, I just want some very basic things from a boss. Like I said, I don't need to be micromanaged. I want a little bit of guidance and 
whatever administrative stuff they have to take care of, let them take care of it. You know, that's it. Be fair. Uh, one job I arrived for my first day of work, and the boss greets me, the new boss greets me, and he's uh, very happy to have you here, you know, welcome, glad you joined us. And he goes, uh, by the way, um, we don't have a seat for you. <laughs> you can I'm see like, on my lap. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, there's a little problem with the seating chart, and uh, we don't have any place for you to sit. I said, all right, well, now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Did you have to work in a telephone booth? But you see... That's something that you would expect a boss to take care of before you arrived, right? Right. Have Make a place sure. to sit. Yeah. That's all I need. You got the hint. Yeah, should have got the hint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't have a and no phone That's and it. no pencils, <laughs> no nameplate. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you ever have a boss that you liked or was fun? Um, yes, I had a boss who was. She was looking to partner with you. She wasn't looking to, and when she had to lay down the law, you know, she would. But basically, she was looking to partner with you to come up with the right answer, and um, had a really good sense of humor. Uh, listened, came up with good solutions, came up with good guidance. Yes, she was my favorite boss of all time. Yeah, I had one that was really entertaining, and and he would spend most of his day planning practical jokes on people, and he was v very entertaining. He was a lot of fun. Very smart guy, though I have to say, he was smart and he was—he could be professional at times, but this guy was hysterical. I used to love working for this guy, and the only thing that I had to say was bad about him it was he had the boys' club, so he really wouldn't—he would exclude the women, and they were usually the ones that would, the ones who were victims of his practical jokes. Uh, <laughs> so, wait a minute, let me get this straight. Your favorite boss of all time was a misogynist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You better just find that one too. Hey, who yeah, never did any sound effects when you use big words. He he discriminated against women and he goofed off all day and didn't get any new work done. This is the person we emulate. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sound effect? <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> no, he, was, have, he was uh, a lot of fun. I mean, I have to say, he would plant like dead bugs. In the women's bathroom, so the women would come out screaming. But did pull jokes on guys too. Wait a minute, Wonder Woman. No comment from you on that. I'm shaking my head because I, I just think this is this is where this is where the a hole came in, not the a game. This is the beginning of it. See what my wheels are turning. I would think of how I could get back at this guy. Well, but clearly Wonder Woman never worked in your office because uh, I think you might be making a, telling a very different tale if you played a practical joke on her. You know, <laughs> you, might, you might be saying it an octave higher. This, this has become a very hostile podcast. <laughs> you and I now have to speak in fear. <laughs> I live in, I, I'm speaking in fear because if you're only a plane ride away, your, your bright idea of bringing in the female perspective, who happens to be a Sociopath, sociopath, <laughs> maniac, sociopath, maniac. And those are my good points. <laughs> Maybe the question she should ask is, has she killed any boss? Recently. <laughs> Within the last five years, I can say no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an Italian song, I know. All right, kids, thanks a lot for, for joining us today, and uh, 
share us on Facebook. Thanks for listening.